got you this content to tide you over. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Crusty's Third Nipple. The podcast is as necessary as your taste buds can be when you test positive for COVID. And due to completely unrelated circumstances, the three of us couldn't meet up to record the planned episode this week. But you may have seen on the socials that Darren and I visited the Dundead Festival at DCA in Dundee to see Blade on the big screen. And lucky for us, we took the recorder. So here's a cheeky wee bonus episode to tide you guys over until we're back together. It's quite a bit different from our usual episodes and starts with me in the car to pick up Darren, but let's see what you think. So here we are. Sunday night, half past nine. I'm on my way to pick up Darren, we're going to see Blade. I had more than more red wine than I should have last night. And at this moment in time, sitting in a dark room for a couple of hours, and I should be in my bed. Not the smartest idea I've ever had. I think I've been thinking about what I'm going to get out of this. You know, if I'm going to enjoy the film. I think now I'm thinking, if I stay awake, <laughs> that's, that's me one. But I'm not far from Darren's house. See what he thinks. Here he comes now, he's looking chipper. Little jog across the grass. Hello. Alright, Daz. How are you? I'm doing good, how are you? Good, good. I'm starting to think that this might not be the best idea. <laughs> no, I'm liking this running gun thing. It's very, uh, spur of the moment. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So, we want to see Blade. You sure are. Do you know it's in 4K? I didn't know it was in 4K, no. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's, it's the perks of... Release in the cinema, you haven't seen a better quality than they originally like filmed for or shot in and stuff like that. So, absolutely, so we get better and better if you think about it. There must be some limit though to what you could do with the, the tapes. De- definitely, I think there's probably some scenes that hold up better than, than, than others. Yeah, especially see with. Um, CGI and stuff like that, that's definitely not only is it uh, sign of times that we're kind of shit uh, or anything like that, but it's like it might expose some of the things you were trying to hide yeah. with CGI and stuff like that. So I think it was a clearer image, but you never know if uh, work on it. Like, for instance, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I had CGI, but when I saw the Rocky Four remastered, that's right, and it was a 4K as well. Just so much cleaner, but still had that kind of eighties vibe mm-hmm. to it. So mm-hmm. I didn't think anything had just sharpened it, but emboldened it more. So is there a lot of this in 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 the shot in the dark? Um, oh, I know it's vampires we're talking about no, here, but 
them. I don't remember too much of the film. Maybe there's probably some dark alleyways, nightclubs. Yeah. Because kind of... scenes like that could benefit from just being sharper. Yeah. Like just being more in focus. I think I think the, 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 the bit at the end, there is like a kind of like in a sewer system, like the, I think the vampires are most of the there. When was the last time you seen it? Oh, God. Years and years ago. Ah, oh, right, okay. But, that, I, I don't think I can even remember scenes. I'm, I, I, maybe it'll come back to me later. Yeah. Well, the first scene is probably the, the most iconic, but again, that's the kind of. It's kind of like a, a feeling, so I don't really want to take that away, but there's the. There's just some bits and yeah, pieces. Yeah, I remember yeah. him. I think he's got like an old wise kind of sidekick. I remember that kind of hideout. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I don't think I've seen the, the sequels, though I heard universally the third one is pretty bad. Well, because you you brought it up before on yeah. a, on an episode where he basically just checked out, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes turned right. up and oh, yeah. just went through the not even the motions. No. Fucked up was like <laughs> the, the, the not motions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you say Blade in CGI into a Google sheet, I think that the one that comes up is one of the Blade Three where there's a scene where I think he's lying down on the ground or he's on a table or some sort of thing. And his eyes are shut, but he's woke up. It's almost like he's been knocked out, but he's back up again or something. I can't remember the context. However, they just said to him, All right, Wesley, just open your eyes. You can see you look around, you're like a bit shocked or whatever. He refused. <laughs> he refused to open his eyes, which I think it's a lot harder to do than the other way around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so they spent a lot at that time of CGI wasn't what it's is today and to CGI his eyes opening and looking around because they yeah. knew that from the shot <laughs> <laughs> and he still got paid ridiculous money out of it so so there you go unreal then again I, I don't know what happened that day maybe it was really annoyed but I've just <laughs> yeah the most expensive situation out of someone just not opening their eyes so, so in uh, lieu of Tarek not being able to make this yeah I'll um step in temporarily in his shoes at this <laughs> part right so this is just kind of I just did this in the last half an hour so this is my memory but it was released on in the UK on 13th of November 1998 there you go yeah some years before I was born that day of the week was Friday the Friday 13th. Friday 30th oh, Friday the 30th perfect for it well I say a horror movie this is kind of it but it's more like kick ass yeah. Action film. Yeah. But it's got vampires. But it's part of this Dundead series of course, that's DCA, where it's, it's kind of yeah. horror. And they, they have the yeah, thing for vampires this year. Like the, oh, they sure did, yeah. Trends. And that, that's quite interesting. Um, obviously, we're going to meet our, uh, our friend uh, Connor. Connor, yeah, from yeah. episode five. That's five, there you go. And it's my understanding he's bought the, the tickets to the Till Festival, so he'll clue us in on films that. We yeah. weren't able to yeah. make in the, in the meantime, so uh, definitely I've, I've heard something on Twitter about that one called uh, "We're All Going to the the World Fair." Mm-hmm. I think I think it's because most because it's shot. I don't I don't know what to say this, but I think it might be kind of a like not exactly a fan footage, but kind of inspired by that kind of yeah. like webcam kind of things like that. It's all from from there from quite a saw anyway, so it's got a lot of praise. So I wonder. Mentions that. Yeah, we might not have time to catch up with him before it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 
tie. Um, the number one song in the UK was Believe by Cher. Oh, yeah. That seemed like omnipresent at the time. It was, <laughs> every, it was everywhere. No matter how hard I try, you keep pushing me aside. song anyway was definitely one that's kind of I've heard from people playing it that I wouldn't have thought they would ever be able to share before or anything like that. So yeah, it was, that was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, before that our thing was was probably a song from the film The Mermaids or something like that um, but Tarek doesn't usually, oh yeah and it was famous as well for being like you know the vocal um, computerized vocal you know auto-tuning yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they play the boat with that, and so it didn't really sound, sound real. And it doesn't that doesn't stand up today. But the number one song in America at the time does stand up today, and it was "Do Up That Thing" by Lauren Hill. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Only that part of the yeah. Yeah, she's um, and and that album, the Miss Education of Lauren Hill, is just terrific as well. I think I've seen Ants more than The Bugs Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The number one movie in America at the time was The Waterboy. Ah, oh, The Waterboy, Adam said, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that tons of times as well. <laughs> yeah. So many times, like, so many more times than it deserved to be yeah. watched, but... Um, I, I mean, I like it, but it's not one of the classics, but it's definitely like, if you've seen one or two, you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's... The, uh, other, other movies from 1998, Titanic, Rush Hour, Enemy of the State, Saving Private Ryan. It's not what you have to cover. I know. There's something about Mary. Yes. And the Truman Show. Truman Show. Truman Show. That's Truman Show. Yeah. As we edge closer to the DCA, driving past the green market, the streets are pretty empty, but things take an unexpected turn as we swing left onto the Nether Gate. What other films I've seen? Fucking hell, this is absolutely heaving. Well, people have got Monday off tomorrow. Yeah, so. we have just... Oh, no, ev- no, 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 no. Every single pub is jamming here. 
I've, the bottom I of the never go to Nether End because that's how expensive it always is. Jesus, I never <laughs> expected this at all. Yeah, it's crazy, man. We were just a couple of film podcasters trying to make our way <laughs> to this uh, yeah. hordes of people oh, see here. What, there's something going on here. This is more than. Yeah. This is an event. Blocked off a road to the, the, the wreck. What's going on there? I wonder if this is BDE. Bundy Dance event. Because. Well, that's that, it's that's the hip thing. Yeah, it's like every pub kind of does something. And... Oh, God. We managed to dodge the DDE zombies and slip inside the DCA unnoticed. Darren gets a drink and we take our seats for the screening. Before it starts, we finish setting the scene for when Blade was released, and out comes Old Faithful IMDB for some last minute trivia. Survived the hordes of the DDE there. <laughs> I think that was scarier than anything this is going to throw up to be honest with you. Definitely, that was. Because not only was it real, but it felt like one of those kind of. You know, those drugs rides or something like that, uh-huh. where you're in it and everything's all around you. Yeah, yeah. Like that one was, of those 4D yeah. experiences are like. It was, yeah. I felt like the car maybe wasn't safe driving through the <laughs> Just knowing that you're a victim to just a whim. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Like somebody pushing somebody, somebody yeah. bottle of beer or piss flying. <laughs> God, that was that was madness. Definitely. Pretty crazy though. But yeah, it's quite chilling here. Yeah, yeah I'm feeling that right. very yeah. safe in here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Different crowds, definitely. I'd say like DC does double as a pub as as we saw. So, you know, there's some people in there, but it wasn't the, the riffraff from outside. Yeah. So, I've never heard of this DDE. Yeah, it's a funny dance event. I didn't get invited. Everybody else. It's the first. I get the feeling you're not the target market there. No. By the way, Tarek. I see where you get your info from when I was researching <laughs> about what was the number one song and so on. Mm. All these tricks. Yeah, because this, this uh, Friday the 13th of November, yeah. 1998, was 8,570 days ago. <laughs> or 291 full moons ago. <laughs> That's very, oh, very good. This whole kind of scary yeah. thing there. So I see you, Tarragon. I see you. <laughs> Just. One step closer to the place of <laughs> birthdays um, on this day uh-huh. were Whoopi Goldberg and Gerard Butler and Steve Zahn, who we spoke about. He is in Hell or High Water. Mm-hmm. He's oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's not, not in Hell or High Water. No, no, no. He's in um, Dallas Buyers Club. Club. He's I like him in that. Yeah. He's in the well, Show My Age and Down the Road Kid films. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the, uh, he's just a very kind of goofy. I remember buying, buying new day books. Yeah. <laughs> every every Christmas or birthday. <laughs> well, he was the dad in that. He's the... Yeah. 
but um, I guess in a little bit of you know, trivia is that um, this is one of the first kind of Marvel films, but this is not one that gets acknowledged by the rest of the. Is that right? Continuum. Yeah, this was. Well, is that right? Nineties. 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 Um, but that was before kind of we started pushing the whole MCU thing. And it's one of the films that. <coughs> I think I've explained this before, but they had to sell a bunch of movie rights, get them out of like that troubles, money troubles. Mm-hmm. But it's one we kept and kind of pushed it because it was unlike anything else. Right, yeah. And oh, so nice. it's it's funny to see when Black Panther came out and there was a lot of media push about the first you know, black superhero and stuff like that. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, mate, you know, yeah. Like, but yeah. And again, he, then people start arguing about like the superheroes. He's more of an anti. Well, that that was my first thought yeah, there. Yeah, super, it's a superhero film. It's yeah, we classify it a Deadpool yeah. as a superhero film. Yeah, he's, even though he's kind of anti-hero. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, there you go. One of the kind of forefathers of uh, the Marvel studios. So, where did you start, Wesley, man? Where did you start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then again, anyway, it's kind of also the antithesis of it. Uh-huh. Adult blood, gore, uh-huh. and swears and everything like that. You know, it's not the typical MCU fare. So that's a uh, far from it. So what they're advertising here is an Evil Dead triple bill. Oh, yeah. The Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Dead by Dawn. And Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Any of them tickle your fancy? Well, it this is kind of something I wanted to want to see because I think it played with Sam Raimi with the original kind of Spider-Man movies, and the actor his name slips on right now, but he is kind of iconic in that role. So, and he's kind of I've thought I think sort of for the director seven good luck charms. Yeah, I think that actor I thought his name but um he's in everyone's movies because i think they're both very kind of um they don't, they don't have a lot of money this was a huge strong budget and kind of became uh-huh. a big thing so <coughs> so uh cast yeah bruce campbell right, okay probably you've seen his face before he's in a bunch of stuff um But yeah, again, kind of a struggling actor at the beginning, but then kind of blew up because of this. Uh, yeah, I don't know if any of his movies you would have seen, but definitely kind of a really funny, charismatic guy. He still kind of gets a lot of work now, <laughs> just because of the yeah, yeah. stuff he used to do. So I think it was evil. Yeah, actually, Evil Dead is a recent TV show we did. So. Oh, nice. Even that shot there is pretty good there. Eh? Yeah. Like, pretty good quality and stuff. Yeah. One of the things about, <coughs> about uh, Blade Bethan's in part in the other vampires, he's like a half blood to borrow a term from Harry Potter. Yeah. So he's, he can be the Daywalker, so he can be around in the sun and stuff like that. So. That's kind of like really unique draw. So, and so they don't have to film the whole film at night. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, they do both of them. 
so starting to fill up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Fill up. I mean, yeah, it's okay. And we got quite close to the screen, so yeah. What, what, what do you ask? Oh, so Stephen Dorff, Stephen Dorff, Chris Christopherson. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't really recognize anybody else. I think I recognize. Not recognize. I think I remember the villain. Right, but not the actor. Just what do you think is the last thing Wesley Snipes has done? The latest thing. We're talking, we're just talking, we're just talking movies big here. Tax. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, I, I've seen him in Blade and Demolition Man. I think that's the only two films I've ever seen him in. So I, I right, go Demolition yeah. Man, I feel like more recently. What, what, what is the... So I feel like he took a break from that thing. Yeah, nah, well he was, he did something last year, which, mm. which Tarek's probably screaming at the, the <laughs> thing now. He was in Coming to America. You know the remake of that. Yeah. So, yeah. Never saw the first thing, but again, Tarek's top four hilarious. It's got Eddie Murphy in it, so I can't, right? yeah. can't go too wrong. Yeah, yeah. And he was in True Story, seven episodes of True Story, hmm. which I think I've seen. Oh, and this, this year he's in five episodes of Paper Empire. Yeah, you are, so he's still, still working. Yeah. Getting that bread. What are we do in the shadows? Does that mean anything to you? No. No. Excuse me for now. <coughs> yeah. He didn't know what. Well, and yeah, didn't do bad for himself, you know. Still, still an actor. You can instantly remember, which is. I'd like to see more of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, Blade Trinity. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand four. It's that rating, 5.8. I am really yeah. So that's the the least resected or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blade Two, 2002, 6.7. Yeah. Blade itself is a yeah. 7.1. So Tarek said Blade Two is good. I can't remember. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine taking a, a decline though. Yeah. So, is the, the Dundee thing, is that come to close? This is, a, this yeah. is the last thing, yeah. So, if anyone is a part of it or is there or. Trying to fight the GD people, please let us <laughs> <No>. know. <laughs> Maybe you're a part of it, you know, if you had your GDD. Is it DDE? Dundee Dance Event. Dundee Dance Event. There was a lot of dancing. Yeah. But, um, There's a lot of Dundee, I'm sure there. <laughs> if you're a part of it, a lot of flesh. Let, let, let us know. Tell us your horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like getting an I Survive DDE. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that'd be, that would actually be quite good design as well. You just get like, instead of zombies, you just get a bunch of drunk people <laughs> reaching out for you. Yeah. <laughs> just with like uh, a bottle or something in their hands. 
carregado, fala. If you have an artist out there, right? <laughs> you feel inspired. <laughs> That'd be funny though, because I watch podcasts and they have a guy in, in their kind of community and their friends, stuff like that. Whatever, whatever topic they'll cover, he'll just make like a parody kind of. Right, yeah. Drawing yeah. Up. It's not always good, he's not super talented or anything, but it's just, it's the spirit of it, so you have that. It's like a different picture every week. Too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, that's, that's quite, yeah, that would be good. That'd be good party. Yeah, that would be uh, really good. <laughs> or even just, just like some of the situations we've described. Yeah, yeah. It could be about the title or just about the movie, and then have yeah. us as the character or something like that. That'd be At this point, me and Darren have rattled on enough. It's time for the main feature. But not before the curator for the Dead Festival takes the mic to introduce the movie. You'll find that Darren has already covered much of what he goes on to say. Could we see Darren find his true calling in years to come? Or is it more likely this DCA guy is auditioning for an appearance on Christie? He's 
placement um, and it has real screen charisma. I mentioned Sam Raimi um, Spider-Man films. Uh, Sam Raimi, of course, returning tomorrow with the next Doctor Strange film, which is um, apparently set to be a, a Marvel version of a horror film. And it kind of feel like, feels like Blade got there first as well. And as you can see, um, we love Sam Raimi so much that we're doing a triple bill with Evil Dead next month, or this month, May, now we're in May. Um, so if you like your horror, um, I've never seen all three in one sitting in the cinema before, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, but thank you for coming out so late on Sunday night. Um, it's great to see you. Um, I hope you had a nice Dead. I did, it was great to put it together. Um, I've really enjoyed talking to people. So um, please come say hello at the end of the film. Let me know if you agree or uh, or not, if you think Blade is good. Um, but please do enjoy, and it's also in 4K. This is a, a stunning 4K restoration. I've seen clips of it on the retesting and it looks great. I can't wait to see it. Um, thanks again, and enjoy Wesley Snipes and Stephen Norrington's Blade. Thank you. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topper. There is another world beneath it. The real world. For thousands of years, they have existed among us. You keep your eyes open. They're everywhere. Chances are you've seen them yourself and didn't know it. A secret nation. Our livelihood depends on our ability to blend in with a lust for power. We should be ruling the humans. These people are our food. They've got their claws into everything. Politics, finance, real estate. There's a war going on out there. He makes the weapons. I use them. Now, one will lead them to conquer mankind. Tonight, the age of man comes to an end. We're gonna be gods. And one will try to stop him dead. There are worse things out tonight than vampires. Like what? Like me. Half human. Blade's mother was attacked by a vampire while she was pregnant. Half immortal. You got the best of both worlds. All our strengths. None of our weaknesses. He is their greatest fear. And our only hope. Soapy season on all vampires. Snipes, Stephen Dorff. You're one of them, aren't you? No, I'm something else. Two hours had passed, and with the nethergate now resembling a scene from 28 days later, we return to the car. We offer Connor and his girlfriend Emily a lift home, and get their take on the Dundead Festival as a whole. So he is, I think, the new programmer of Dundead. Um, every year before this, there was a guy who, I think he was actually from Galway, and he used to come over every year and program it and speak to all the films. Yeah. Um, and 
this guy is had kind of taken over, and I didn't recognize his name, but I recognized his face from previous undeads, so I still knew he was around and been part of it. Student of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a, like, a theme? Because this had a major vampire theme. Yeah, this year it was vampires. Um, sometimes a bit. So I remember one year it was Wes Craven as the theme, so it was just Wes Craven films. Uh huh. Um, Slasher movies as a theme. Mm. Yeah. I can't say I'm like really into vampire movies. Uh, no, yeah, not me either. I only just see those kind of like zombie movies, like they're all very similar. Mm. See, I actually like zombie movies. But it's really <laughs> zombies. There you go. But we did the we did the DCA film quiz last Thursday. Oh yeah, how was that? We came joint second last. Just us. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we got 29 points out of the available three. There's a picture quiz, and I think yeah. it had like was 20, 20 pictures, and we got three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, was it was like screen caps for a film. Yeah. It was just screen caps for film, to say what it was. So, one of them was um, from Blade. It was the guy uh, after he, like, when he gets chopped in half at, at the end and then mm. he regenerates and he yeah. holds up his hand as it regenerates it was that yeah. screen cap yeah. I, I that, that was that's a pretty hard one because you, you need to have a memory of just that specific CGI moment yeah like well, you, even the uh, was it there was a person that character's named the Pearls or something like that Pearl, so, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. that's like uh, a stick with <laughs> just one moment of CGI well, I took a photo of it. So we got three out of twenty. I sent it to my parents, mm. and they got uh, like already like twelve out of twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well, What was some of the other uh, teams like? You said you only had two, but so some people were like four or five. Oh yeah, most of the teams are bigger. There's a couple of people who are just doing it, two of them, mm. uh, but in those teams are like high. Yeah. Yeah. They like, obviously didn't know what to do with us. They were like, oh, it's just the two of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was actually, they, they accidentally gave us the answer sheet for the first round. <laughs> <laughs> all the questions are off. Which, like, we went through and put our, our team name at the top of all the sheets. Got about 50% on the first round, handed it in, and then realised that we had the answer sheets in there all along. Yeah, God. I went and returned it to them, and they were like, oh, thanks for taking this. And I was like, yeah, you can tell that we didn't use it. But all the things that like we even crossed out a couple of the right answers to right and yeah. the wrong answers. Uh, <laughs> 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 quite quite honourable though, so I respect that. Yeah. They did a, they did a quotes round, so it was just like lines from movies, and that was also all vampire movies. Um, what about the, the other movies that you saw? Like, was there any standout ones? Um, I like this one dash cam, which was meant to be a, a controversial choice, apparently. Because it's, um, the name's misleading because there's never any fucking dash cam footage. <laughs> uh, but it is like a found footage thing. But like, the whole thing is done as like a live stream by this American woman who's like this insufferable uh, MAGA, uh, oh. anti-vax, like conspiracy theorist. And she's visiting her like friend in London who is like a Deliveroo writer or something. And, he's, and she's just gonna go around causing havoc. Um, but then they end up uh, kind of getting. There's no way to explain what the fuck yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, they kind of end up um, in custody of this woman who turns out to have all kinds of supernatural shit happening, and yeah. it was fucking brutal. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Emily started getting motion sickness because the, the yeah. fucking camera work was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but they had some really brutal gore. 
there's like there's like, a, there's like a bit where like this woman's trying to get into their car and she like puts she tries to like grab the keys out of the steering wheel so she like puts her hand like through the you know the bits of the steering wheel and they fucking yeah. twist it around oh. and snap her arm. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's very inventive but still terrible. <laughs> yeah. Is it one of those that you're supposed to kind of cheer as the person's being hunted and stuff like yeah, that because they're terrible people. Yeah, you're definitely meant to hate the main woman. And actually, that's one of the, the things that made the film controversial is that the star of the woman, uh, the actress who plays the woman, is actually a, like an anti-vax streamer in real life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if she, like... She doesn't come across well in it, right? Do, uh, do you think, think she fun- was in on the joke? I don't think she's aware there's a joke. <laughs> I think she definitely got through that because she lives to the end. She's like definitely a final girl, and I think she thinks that that was like her like vindication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was the pure ones that last, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I think probably ninety nine percent of the reviews are like people who are like, I was cheering for her to die. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty just, funny. Yeah, I'm fascinated to know more about how that was made. But I, I enjoyed it. I think it was the perfect balance of like brutal and didn't really ex- anticipate exactly where it was going. There was the opening film we went to see. We're all going. It was called We're All Going to the World's Fair. I heard a bit of buzz about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we both kind of came out of it feeling if it wasn't marketed as a horror film, we'd have liked it better. Mm. Um, so make of that what you will. I don't want to spoil it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, kind of. I went in expecting to be scared. It wasn't scary. It was unsettling in its own way, um, and in many ways, I think it's like a mirror image of Dashcam because they're both like horror, where the horror is like what it's like to be like on the internet, uh-huh. um, but like two very different versions of that. I was joking with Emily that it was like what it's like to be an extrovert on the internet is the streaming one. Yeah. And the World's Fair is like what it's like to be an introvert. On the <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's two very different experiences because you make it all about yourself as a, an extrovert, but then. Yeah. As it's for you, like you get sucked into something else. Yeah. Connor and Emily say their goodbyes. We mean Dan turn our attention to Blade. Oh, there we are. We're clear. So, Blade. What um, would you think about it? Well, how would you want to do it? Do you want to go through our, our usual? Uh, maybe not. I prefer more of a free flowing, but just wow, I can't believe I've forgotten so much about this film. It is definitely a kick ass, awesome, moody, but in the right places. It's It can be sad, it can be very funny, it, can, it knows to pick its spots very well. I think in other people's hands, like, for instance, the Donald Logue character, he would just be a bit too goofy. Yeah. But he's yeah. he's still... He, he, he knows when to get serious. Like, he knows to call off the attacks against them or... It's like, oh, my hand and stuff like that. But it is very good. Um, I, I did like the, the 4K aspect. It was good, but it did kind of reveal a bit more of the, the CGI. Is that the CGI it? does not hold up no. at all. I, in fact, see the... Um, when they, they died and they kind of turned into cinder and they just yeah, yeah. disappeared 
the first few times I thought that's, that's fine that, that didn't yeah. really bother me in fact that, that didn't really bother me that much it was more the blood stuff yeah that was when they started messing up that's when you know it did feel kind of like an early Playstation game or something like that was it just like one of these mind boggling effects you can do yeah. but yeah it was free flowing the wrong way but that, that first scene that I was alluding to mentioned earlier with the, the bloodbath nightclub that's awesome that's just one yeah, of the most cool, like yeah. coolest scenes ever because it's done so well like he comes in and there's a conversation that he sees like he goes past all the tracks of me and he goes past bodies he's like what and then she distracts him just makes some kind of language get past the door you, you walk in you see hooks uh, uh, yeah. the hooks on the walls yeah. and stuff like, like that like an avatar like 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 stuck on meat like rock yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and it's done so well it's just money and you see more and more people that you know are not not people in the normal sense and then he, the girl splits up with them and goes somewhere else and says, okay I'm going to get out of here burns into a guy he started getting more and more uncomfortable and then you see the lights on the DJ and it just says bloodbath <laughs> and, and then he sees the drip of the blood and it comes down it's awesome yeah, that was and then the way the shoot played for the first kind of half hour of the film or something like that so you don't really see all of them it's very kept kind of like kind of mysterious yeah I really like that and having the vampires all cowered away from them yeah, <laughs> like they're yeah, all yeah. scared of these it's just amazing um the action I think it was it was quite good um I think the camera kind of lost it sometimes just kind of like where people were but still awesome yeah it was, so. it was hardly the raid was it in it's yeah, yeah. A lot, lot of um, giving into the sound effects, like mm. relying on them sometimes. Like a punch was like a all this yeah. crack of a all crack of bone and stuff. Yeah. Like a kick to the leg was all this. And there was some. Like, how do you think? How do you think the movie flowed? I think it flowed quite well. I thought it was alright as well. I thought it was good. It wasn't like I feel like it was. You know, I'd seen the movie before. I was picking up on things and looks and stuff like that for instance like if you don't care for her name um, the main one uh, the bit in after they tell the whole spiel and they go drop her off in the city and they see in the morning and she's reacting to the light she's like oh no but like it's not like a physical it's more of a mental thing like oh god I'm going to be yeah. afraid of this my whole life Yeah. and then but Blady's fine and then she looks over and sees he's fine so she, you see how she's picking up things that uh-huh. he's not like the rest before they come out and just say it to you yeah. So I felt it was quite smart for this kind of movie to not just sit down and explain everything in one scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did the explaining part with uh, Whistler mm-hmm. telling her, so that was us finding out yeah. what Blade's background and so on. The mum, I kind of forgot about. I, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I didn't really I, I, I liked that. her as a, a motivation. I didn't. I didn't like her being alive the whole time and also having sex with his worst enemy for <laughs> 30 years. Well, she's been, like, well, brainwashed, doesn't she? Well, yeah, that's the thing. If you so become she... a vampire, you lose your, your soul, your sense of self. You just... Yeah, so she doesn't, she doesn't know. <laughs> I felt like she was going to have a bit of a, a face turn, kind of like a... Ah, she, yeah. like, <laughs> sacrifices herself or tries it, but... This film does hit hard at points. Yeah. Like, it's like, 
it, it well, doesn't. He's, he's got to kill his mum and he's got to walk away from Whistler killing himself. Yeah, it's very difficult. I don't think it pulls away from the punches of the. Once you're a vampire, you're a vampire, apart from the girl developing a cure. But I was, I was okay with it. That was only for like a one time thing in herself. Right, but. Right. <clears throat> I thought it was a nice touch that she met her, her ex. Yeah, yeah. I, like I she, should have, she should have died. They should have got rid of her loads of times. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, just doing it, like, there's a lot of. Uh, did, I, did I think I was questioning myself did I think it was plot armour but uh, Blade made me that there's a lot of reasons why he's kick ass and lives but with her yeah it was a, yeah it was kind of like going in the starlight bit in Star Wars but you expect Luke Skywalker to get out he's got a lightsaber in the force but Han Solo he's uh-huh. there <laughs> uh-huh. but I don't know but the, the scene where she falls on the pit yeah. was actually really scary <laughs> it was yeah because I didn't, I didn't quite know what it was going to be, and so see when it was that kind of white egg shape in the middle. Yeah, I thought it was going to be pearl. I thought it was pearl, and yeah. then she was going to lay down from ah, yeah, like yeah. that. But well, when they said old friend, I thought, oh, that's who. I thought yeah. it was a guy, but then you saw that. I thought, oh, no, it's yeah. not a guy. It's pearl. It's very good. It built tension really well, and kind of explains like, like well, they said this their version of a zombie is like a deformed kind of vampire or something like that and it, it, it would go against other vampires and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I quite like that there's like they're the freaks as well yeah um, I thought it was going to be like you know X-Men in that they're all otherly to the, the normal people yeah yeah but in this it was more in the case of the cops were corrupt wasn't it yeah yeah definitely there was some kind of Illuminati the vampires going on uh-huh. and if there was a Grandma Gear segment here I would have liked a, a scene for um, Deacon uh, Frost to have kidnapped the main hon- head honcho you know they just kind of rock up on a beach with him yeah uh, that's just that very easy to do I felt he would be more protected but I, get it, I quite like the whole he's the punk kind of kid in here he's not going to be accepted he's the one who leaves the listen to emo music and here's the old like the powers that be and he is going to take them over and kill them all and do a revolution essentially I quite like that I did like uh, Deacon Frost as a, as a villain yeah, yeah he was a bit scary to so when he turned the voice on against uh, um, the the main woman and like after she was taunting him and stuff like that I was like oh uh, I feel so bad, but um, you've even seen her name tag a few times. Yeah, she's, she's a doctor. A doctor, yeah, the doctor. Um, but yeah, so I think he's a good villain. Yeah, I, I was concerned they're going to make him too whiny. A very nineties villain. Yeah, with a with a hair and that. Yeah, but I guess that's kind of vampires always have been gothic, so fair enough. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of weak points. As I said, the film kind of goes really well. It's just, I think you could pick on it. Um, like, oh, they could have got rid of the Doctor so many times. Or, yeah. Or that was very easy for, for... Like, Blade got into the archives pretty easily. It was a fridge. It was a freezer, sorry. It was a freezer yeah, door. Yeah, you know, do you think that would have been more... Yeah, especially how they bang on about her high tech and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and he does, he does explode the door later on, however, like... He's walking through these, you know, the 
ancient drawings. Yeah. Yeah, that's just held in some boys' high rise of I, I guess you you can maybe say that the other vampires rejected this kind of Bible and he's the only one it sees like, any yeah, like that's your point. Um, value in it, so fair enough. But yeah, like I feel like there should have been more of a, a consequence or a freak out about how that was destroyed. Um, some of the kind of scenes or camera shots when he had like Blade would sense something, they were a bit off. Like, you know, he's walking through the street. Out of sync. Yeah, it was a bit weird because like, he's walking through the street, here's Blade and it's uh, Deacon Frost in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And he just teleports there. And instant cut, he's just right there in front of the guy. I felt that was weird. I mean, like, I don't need to, I know he crossed the street, yeah. but it was very, it was like, flash, 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 he's there. Yeah. It was very strange, but I feel like, I feel like he's a good villain overall. I did like Whistler as the, the wise man. Yeah, he was good. Um, Bladers. You know, Blade's MO is like to be quiet. And yeah. kind of sneak up on people sometimes. Yeah. Especially in the fight scenes and that. Um, you just not have to drive a noisy car at a noisy <laughs> Yeah, no. That, those those shots with him near the cars that were awesome. Porky helped that. But yeah, you're right about that. But um, yeah, there's some just brilliant kind of mood intense kind of uh, vibes in this. You know, it is great. He finally blades enjoying himself when he kills people, but he knows it's serious at the same time. Dorlog, hilarious. I thought, see when the doctor invented this new sort of poison. Yeah, yeah. And they were shooting that, and then the first time it's used, it's always you always get the full scale of it. Yeah. You know, it, it takes about ten seconds. <laughs> and what sometimes happens in movies is like from then on, it just it's just instant. Instant, yeah. They didn't really get that there, did you? Because he didn't really get to use it that much. No, they really kept it. And I, I liked, like, um, for, for Deacon uh, learns a lot about uh, Blade. <clears throat> so he knows a lot of these tricks and, like, how the sword works with the stabs into your own hand and stuff like that. So he knows how to get around. However, this, he knows of a serum and he just sees this vials. So it's just, he, he, logic, he logically assumes that's that. Yeah. However, he doesn't know in the last day that he switched out and created something entirely new. Definitely. So I didn't think it was like, oh, plot hole. He knows Blade, but didn't know this. It's yeah. like, oh, no, it's happening. No, it's only, it's only just happened. Yeah. 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 So I felt like they were really good at kind of covering the tracks. And then when he became the Blood God, it did take all the vials to go in. And that did take a while at the same time, so. And I think positioning as well. Yeah. The one in the head seems to have done that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, you said to, to the doctor to aim mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Well, oh no, pretty good. Yeah, thank you for taking me. Ah, no problem. There you go. All right, that was played. Goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah.